All right, welcome to the first broadcast of Buffalo Theatre Guide Live. My name is John Sebleski. I am the managing editor of Buffalo Theatre Guide. And today I am uh, joined by Adam Krutinger, a local celebrity in the theatre community oh, as well. And by local, I'm using that term loosely, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> by celebrity, you're using it very loosely. Very loosely. He just has a very long bio in any show he does, so he has to be a celebrity. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, Mean Girls. Uh, it launched its national tour here in Buffalo last week. Uh, we both had the opportunity of seeing it um we 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 wanted to create a discussion because you know it was such a monumental feat uh in buffalo anytime that a national tour is able to launch here and lately uh, it's been a trend we've been lucky enough to have many shows uh last year charlie and the chocolate factory uh tour uh started its tour here uh, the year before that on your feet uh the story of gloria estefan and the year before that i do believe uh was finding neverland oh really yeah wow. so so i didn't we, realize all those were uh, started the tour here yeah and so it, it's really good for the area it gets uh, new people here and it's 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 fun uh, for us because we get to see it first so you know we both were able to see the show uh obviously we'd seen the movie yeah right yeah and uh, tina fey returns and she adapts her screenplay for the, and she was actually in town she was in town to work yeah. it too yeah. and uh one of the ushers that I, I am friends with that works at my at my school she actually got to meet her and had a really good oh my gosh discussion. That's awesome. it was great um it was funny because years ago when i was in film school i met rachel dratch and if you know tina fey you know that her one of her best friends yeah. was rachel dratch they worked in the second city together and uh i, I said well my degrees of separation uh <laughs> were, were like one uh, between me and Tina Fey. Being a big fan of her work, yeah. obviously. Loved 30 Rock. Loved yeah. her book, Bossy Pants. Oh, yeah. I still read it. I mean, I mean, the movie, Mean Girls Alone, has become iconic. You it know? is, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a cult. It's a, not even a cult classic. It's just a classic. You it know? is. It's, and, yeah. and, and you know what? I think it's, it's great because it's a coming-of-age story for people in high school. A lot of people can relate to it. Yeah. Um, but then, we're, here we are uh, in, in 2019. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and we have yet another Hollywood movie that yep. has been created uh, into a Broadway musical. Now, uh, usually when, when this happens, I roll my eyes um, <laughs> because I'm like, great, you know, there's so much creativity here. We're able to, uh, you know, take some work that we've already created yeah. and, and adapt it. Um, I saw it on the Tony Awards. I don't know if you saw no, that. No, I, I missed perform. that. Uh, it was, it, I, I honestly cannot believe it's still alive. But having said that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seeing it live as its entire package, um, I can say that I was pleasantly surprised. Okay. Um, and, and 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 I was entertained. And and the interesting thing about that is I went in with absolutely no expectations of wanting to to, to like this. This almost reminds me a little bit of Carrie the Musical, where I said this is not going to do anything, and I loved it. Yeah. Right. Um, but. That being said. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's funny you say you went in with no expectations. I think it's kind of impossible to go in with no expectations since so many people are so familiar with the movie. I think that that at least is your expectation. And that's the hardest thing to get over, especially since it was such a good movie and has such a following. Yeah. It does kind of have big shoes to fill. It does. And I, when I say I go in with no expectation, I... I, I I'm usually not expecting this to be a success, I guess to say. Um, I, and, and, and if you go in with no expectations, in my opinion as a reviewer, I can't be let down. I can only be pleasantly surprised, <laughs> yes. um, which, which I was. Yeah. Uh, now, granted, Mean Girls, uh, with it being an iconic movie, it was not one that I, I've watched often. I have yeah. seen it, yeah. um, and I'm sure you, you too. Like, Multiple you know, times. It has been a while since I've watched it. It has been yeah. a while. Um, so I, I, 
just you know seeing that we are able to go in and see the show that's been adapted you know you you're you you're like well yeah what are we, what can we do with this well it's one thing because you know it's going to be very similar sure and you know that there's going to be some changes so it's one thing is um, and that's one thing with movie musicals in general that I find to be a little bit distracting mm-hmm. is I t- try to tend to be a little bit more focused on like what's going to be different. Not even whether or not you like it, but just noticing that there are differences. Sure. And there definitely are. There has to be because it's a different medium. So. Yeah, definitely. So one of the things that I, I thought, and I want to open this up to discussion first, is uh, the, the music. All yeah. right. So Jeff Richmond, which is Tina Fey's husband, uh, came on to write the music now really he did i had no idea that was yeah, her husband that's, that's her awesome. husband so it was uh I, i'm hoping that it, it helped the relationship there wasn't <laughs> any stress uh we're based on we have to wait for the reviews for that yeah, <laughs> for the reviews. but no so so here here's the thing i had about the music uh it, it's when you when you're taking a story that's so well known uh the traditionally the songs help move the story forward yes right and and we are able to take this music and we add it to the story and the book writer so tina fey in this case has to structure it so that the the story and the songs all move the story yeah. forward I had a trouble. I had trouble understanding what type of tone the show wanted. Yes. Was this a Broadway parody of like Broadway show music? Was this a pop rock musical? Was this just uh, a uh, just a parody in itself? Yeah. Were, were the songs good? I, I I thought that they were they were well created. I don't think that they're memorable. Yeah. But. I, I, I just, I, I was like, well, what are, what are we trying to be? Yeah. What are we trying to be? Well, yeah, I'm going to add into that a little bit, too, because I know we talked about this a little bit the other night when we were talking about mm-hmm. it. But I felt, uh, particularly the songs in Act 1 are very less memorable than I think even the songs in Act 2, uh, mainly because I found that the songs in Act 1 seem to have a lot of exposition and just kind of describing what was happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, one thing I know about storytelling is you usually want to show, not tell. Sure. And uh, that's why I found a lot of the songs in the first act were kind of talky. And specifically, and the best example I have is the, my name is Regina George, mm-hmm. and yep. I am a massive deal. Like, okay, she's literally telling the audience what her name is and telling the audience that she's a big deal. When those are two things that you can show so easily. Sure. You know, with, with the, and especially within a song, that could have been such a great character building song. Mm-hmm. So, and then I'm watching the show and I'm just feeling like, I feel like they're just trying too much to be the movie in Act mm-hmm. 1. But then immediately in Act 2, it was a complete change in tone in the songs. In my opinion, I felt like a lot of the songs were more um, uh, of a metaphor sure. and, and about something rather than just describing the action. Yeah. Opening the Act 2 with that that, uh, that social media song about stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, what a great metaphor. And I found every song following that um, just really got me on board. Yeah, and it definitely what it was able to do in Act Two is that 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 ability for the musical, to, the songs to drive the story forward. I think that that was more successful in in Act uh, Two because you're able to keep the story flowing as opposed to just the okay, this is what's happening here, this is what's happening here. Now, I will say that the first song in the show is called a cautionary tale so just sitting in the audience there you kind of know you're going to be told something yeah uh, but maybe having um the characters of damien and um janet janice 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 having them telling the story you know i, I it's an interesting choice yeah because they were telling the story then they disappeared and then and they it, came back and they they weren't very consistent yeah. and even especially at the point when they're telling th- 
things that happen to them, mm-hmm. or rather, I should say, when things are happening to them in the story, there is no you know wink at the audience or callback to the fact that they're the ones narrating it, mm-hmm. which I think that would have been a stronger choice. It almost made me feel like the narration was an afterthought just to maybe make it a, the show a little tighter sure. as a story. Sure. I, I, but, you know, that too, like, it, it, had, its, it had some sort of... Um, redeeming qualities here and there when they would they would be part of the story that they were telling now something that i found very interesting too uh the story has this part where it takes place in africa right because uh uh katie 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 how do they they, katie katie sure sure okay (laughs) sorry sorry tina because i know you're watching this i apologize for butchering the name of your main character i'm sorry but i was very impressed because danielle wade who plays katie in the in the show she uh i actually got to interview a few years ago when she was here with the tour of uh andrew lloyd weber's the wizard of oz and she played such an iconic role in, in the wizard of oz as dorothy so there there's that that responsibility as the actress to make sure that you're living up to expectation mm. so the same deal happens here because she is playing uh, a character that's so iconic in pop culture and i thought that she was able to take this character that's so well known by lindsay lowen and yet make it her own yeah and I and agree. that was impressive yeah i thought that was very much impressive something that i didn't quite understand at the beginning uh you know going back to the music was it seemed to be very um screechy like we were yelling our songs a little bit like like i know that we want to show off our voices of our actors and the vocal range but i was like everyone's yelling and being loud and like yeah. why is this why are we yelling at me what did i do to deserve yeah. this why am i touching that's funny my- i didn't feel like they were yelling at all i'll tell you one thing uh, which i wish we actually said off the bat all the performance talent is, yes. is unbelievable it really is it's uh there was no issues at all with anyone's performance by all. any stretch of the imagination but uh, but then again, when it goes back to like more of like the structure of the writing of the show and the design of the show, and you're talking about the music, one thing that I kind of wish because there's kind of like what three, four main female leads. Yeah. Um, if if I didn't know who was singing what song and just closed my eyes and was just listening, I don't know if I'd necessarily be able to tell what character was what by the sound of their voice necessarily sure. i almost feel like in older musicals or in, in other ones that maybe i respond more to you know like this character is like the soprano this person's mm-hmm. an alto and this you know so there's yeah. a little bit more differentiation of style i feel like a lot of the styles of the song were the same too Very similar, yeah. yeah you know now neil simon obviously one of the best playwrights on broadway history right he said that every character should have a unique voice so you should be able to close your eyes like you said and be able to know who's doing what even if you don't know names of characters yeah. be, understand what's going on yeah so I, I i think that this is an interesting um dynamic we have here because there's so many similarities amongst the characters maybe that's a metaphor that we were aiming for that we may not have picked up on mm, where every everybody was similar uh, uh, we're more alike than we are different yeah in this high school dynamic that they're mm. they're setting forward for yeah. us in yeah. the uh, in the show hmm. something something right. to think about well, i think we we talked a bit about the music when we uh go on a little bit to maybe some standout performances Sure, we we uh, you know we could do that. Now, of course, I don't have the playbill in front of me, oh. so I don't have the names. <laughs> I have, it's in my car. Actually, <laughs> you keep talking. I'll see if I can pull it up. All online. right, so we're, we're going to pull this up online. But this, this, the performances uh, of every musical are very important, and I, I would like to point out that the ensemble. I always like to look at the ensemble because just because the leads are out there doing their thing, the ensemble really drives the show. And 
luckily there there is an ensemble that's very tight here and everybody deserves to be on that stage there was not one person's performance that was not as strong as the person before them so that is always awesome to see there's a lot of times i've seen shows both local perform productions and and um uh, national touring shows where there's certain people that stand out as wow that's an interesting choice uh for that for that part but here you know and you you do have that expectation in a touring show where the ticket price is very very high that everybody is going to give you a great performance so luckily this works here um as adam's pulling up the this who's playing oh we got it i think do we have no as, have it. as he's pulling it up well we'll come back to the performances but i want to talk a little bit about the set design oh yeah now there's there's a new trend on Broadway because uh, we have a very cinematic quality to our Broadway shows now, and our uh, that's to help audiences feel like they're at movies to get a wider range of people mm -hmm. to want to come and see what's going on in the shows. So uh, years ago, I remember when Ghost the Musical came to Shays, we used a lot of uh, digital um, uh, projections to make it seem very cinematic. And at that point, I was like, wow, that's that's very interesting to see that the two mediums are trying to converge um we also you know pageantry it's a big thing you know people want spectacle and this uh, mean girls does have spectacle in it where we have this awesome digital set design mm -hmm. that changes so effortlessly yeah almost like film uh, pans and 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 it it, mm -hmm. it didn't when i saw it i i kind of like was like oh, okay we don't have a traditional set anymore yeah but and, it and it's not going back especially for touring shows if you want to see real so show real sets for the most part my guess is you'll have to see local productions or go to broadway but i think that's going to be the future for virtually all touring shows but you i have to tell you that i've seen a handful of these kind of virtual sets before and this one was by far my favorite because yes. it wasn't really done in a kitschy kind of way like it was really planned out well and it actually it felt like a real set it did and the way that it was incorporated with uh, the scene changes and even in the way, like, it's not even like they just, like, almost like a PowerPoint hit next slide and it snapped. Like, I love the way they, they came up almost like they would if it was a backdrop. Sure, sure. And and it felt very modern, but it had felt very classic. And, uh, yeah, just I think it just fit very well. You know what else I think really helped that, too, is they did have set pieces that they rolled on, like lockers and doors, you know, the bedroom set and stuff. So those little things, in addition to the... the digital background really really helped create that old school set design that that you know many of us are accustomed to um i think this is the uh is, is this the, the touring this is the, i believe so is this this, uh no this looks like the broadway tour uh, i don't know is that, this not the broadway tour uh, well i yeah those those are not the names. oh you're right those are yeah. not the names um i think the full the the playbill one there you have had those yeah this is well that's right found this this is just this is just an article like th that there is a cast yeah and then there are the names some names there but it doesn't say like who played what okay oh right there right there go up what right there okay so so regina george maria mm. mariah rose faith okay let's let's talk a little bit about her because sure. she she had I thought a, a we love to hate her and we hate to love her persona. Yes, um, which I've used a lot in a lot of my reviews I've written. Uh, it's one of those cliche terms that you know uh, are a blanket <laughs> blanket <laughs> term. But I think that she did a very uh, good job of being so despicable. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean it was she came off very plastic. 
Yeah. Which is what <laughs> you're supposed to do. It's supposed to do, you know. But uh, you know, and but one thing I want to point out too is uh, the Gretchen Wiener's uh, uh, character was uh, was so great too, you know. And she had such a good voice. And then uh, what's the, what's the third character's name? Wait, wait, actually, who, who played? Oh, it's yeah, Karen. Karen. That's Karen. right, Karen. So let's see here. We have the uh, we have the list here. It's just a matter of uh, uh, okay. So uh, oh, Haley, right? Oh no, Megan. Megan, Megan, oh, hmm. We are very under- Mexico Haley. Yeah, is Gretchen Wieners. Yeah. Yes, um, she had a knockout voice. She did, and, and they 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 all uh, complemented each other very well. You know, you have your you have your leader uh, in the Regina character. You have your wanting to be uh, the follower, and you know, trying to do everything she can to make herself sound. Um, is one of them, and I mm-hmm. like that. Of, of all the characters in the show, uh, Karen, yeah, was, I felt was the most real. Even oh, though, really, even though she she's like a dimwit, yeah, right. She had the most heart, and and she was unapologetically herself, yeah, because she didn't know any better. <laughs> 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 but it, it, it's it's it was very very impressive. Um, yeah, yeah. No, she was. Oh, I, I have to say, for me, my standout, and I don't think I see the name here, but the guy who played the head mathlete guy. Yes. Oh my gosh! In in my opinion, he stole the show. Yes. And- oh, oh, there it is. Um, K A I K A B I R Barry. Um, so. Kabir? Kabir? Kabir Barry? Kabir Barry was... We apologize Kabir Barry was fantastic. In my opinion, he stole the show. I don't think it was too much. And you know what? I kind of wish the rest of the show was at this level. Because in the beginning, like you said, you didn't know what the show was like really trying to be. Yeah. Whether it was a parody or a pop. I, like, I, I wish it was a little bit more campy. Yeah. I, I could see that benefiting the work. Yeah. Like a nod to the audience that we're we're hitting the points from the movie, but we're also yeah, you know, being a little, a little <laughs> taking it further, taking it further. Yeah, I think sure. that's what you have to do because you can't take a movie and then tone it down for stage. If anything, for a for a stage, you have to be just like anything. You have to be bigger gesture. Yeah, and I think even in the content, in the writing and stuff, that that should happen as well. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a valid point. You know, I uh, what 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 is really interesting about these these uh, movie to stage adaptations that we're seeing more and more of i mean if you just look on stuff in new york i mean almost everything is based on something else i mean yes. there's very few original stories and yet anytime there is a re- an original story that makes it out there uh mm-hmm. it's a success usually yeah Usually, so well you don't hear about the ones that don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no, there's usually not a, a, a headline thing that this th- show you've never heard of failed. It Whereas, was like again, bomb. this blockbuster movie made a musical and it failed. You know. Yeah. Whereas again, we're not talking about Mean Girls, but like a good example would be Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark. You know? I mean, I, I'm sure they're still paying off the medical bills. For oh yeah, <laughs> that show. Yeah. Um, ouch! I'm yeah. sorry. You know, we're probably blackballing ourselves right now for ever working with any of these people. Uh, because <laughs> yeah. You're going to be auditioning for touring shows? <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, yeah. I do that in the off-season. I like to, like to do that. Um, let's talk about the experience from the audience perspective. Okay. So, 
Well, I, one thing I want to say before anything else about yeah. just walking in, seeing how many people were like dressed up, like dressed up in pink, kind of had dressing up essentially like the characters, which I did not expect at all when I was oh, yeah. uh, going there. But it noticed it immediately. Yeah. It was like, wow, people are really excited about this, that they're dressing up. You know, Shay's, the 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 petite lobby and the grand lobby yeah. were even lit up in pink. Oh, which, really? Which oh was great. So, you know, this is really taking this show and saying, you know what, this is such a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal for Buffalo because the tour has to launch somewhere. So it's amazing that we get we get it first. Yeah. You know, and, and I would like to also mention, too, that our discussion of the show, we're not... We're not trying to destroy it. We, we, we It was great to see no, that yeah. this is happening, and we want this to happen. And I think it's going to continue. Yeah, it's going to continue. Oh yeah, we're not. Um, yeah, but because I mean, who are we? Yeah, other two guys with webcam. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but no, it's really cool to see because you know, as a reviewer, it's very rare in Buffalo to get to see new stuff yeah you know i mean you look at we we have what 30 theater companies in the city and you know we like to do our tried and true classics you know it's nice to see some of the community theaters starting to do contemporary works that aren't done here so it's or or original work so when this happens it's a big deal um so it's something that i'm excited to see continue yes um where were we going with this um i don't know where you're going with that part Oh, audience. The audience. Oh, the audience. audience. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so, so you know, when you go to Shays, it's very rare that you don't see it sell out. You know, mm. I mean, it, it's it, it seems yeah. like they just put out that. Well, they have such a great um, season ticket. Different season, subscribers. Right? Yeah, it's, I think this is one of the most exciting seasons I've seen in a while. Um, mm. Where every show, it's something for everybody. Yes. You know, I mean, you have like you have Mean Girls, which is really good for the young demographic. You yeah. know, people come uh, from away, come, come from away, which I've seen in Toronto, and I'm so excited. You know, I was just reading that they extended again in Toronto. This is like the third really? or fourth time oh my gosh. that it's extended. So it's a great show, and we get to have it in Buffalo, and I, I I've had the opportunity to see. It's great, Jesus Christ Superstar, which is one of the biggest oh, classics. Yeah. You know, uh, it only gets better. Uh, Hello, Dolly, which is a classic Jerry Herman uh, show coming. Um, and then you have new stuff like Anastasia. Yeah. You know, That'll be interesting, too. Yeah. And is that brand new touring, it, right? It's the brand new tour. It's, it's not launching in Buffalo, but it's yeah. coming here. Uh, the Band's Visit, which just won the Tony Award for Best Musical, not this past year, but the year prior. Um, and then we have, like, Escape to Margaritaville, which is a Jimmy Buffett musical, which I'm interested in seeing. Oh yeah, I wonder. Do you know what kind of style of show that that is going to be? Is that going to be like a like a Jersey Boys thing, where it's about them, or more of a, like Mamma Mia, where it's a new story revolving around his music? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That'd I like to I like to go in with an open mind and see. <laughs> you like no. to go in walking with no expectations, no expectations, knowing nothing, knowing nothing, <laughs> right. and having an opinion about it. Yeah, because this is the American way, right? Now. <laughs> that is. Um, Everyone's got a webcam. We all have a webcam. Look. <laughs> Here we are. We have but, four uh, subscribers right now, yeah. and it's our moms. <laughs> yes. So, and 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 Adam's wife and my girlfriend. So yeah. that's that's what we got. Gotcha. Um. So you know, I, I think that uh, Mean Girls is a great ex- uh, example of a show that, and I've said this to you before, and I, it's mm-hmm. going to be a controversial statement, and I like to open with controversy. Mm. Uh, it doesn't have to be good. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it the best written show? Not at all. Yeah. Is it entertaining? I thought so. Yeah. I was entertained. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Well, do you know what one thing I, I wonder if, if they had in mind? Because, like, on one side, me personally, I would have loved to see it get a little bit more campy, you know? And I would have loved to see it taken 
to the extreme, you know. And I, in my opinion, that that would have been a stronger show. But one thing I wonder if they were specifically specifically kind of, kind of writing it in a way that it could later be adapted for, like, high schools and stuff to be able to do it. Because if they took it too far, they probably mm. couldn't. So it could be, like, the next Legally Blonde, where they're doing that at high schools. Yeah. Be, be the next um, Shrek musical, where sure. they're doing that at high schools. Sure. Um, so I wonder if that's kind of why they made it a little bit... You know, softer around the edges. You know, that, that's a that's a really good point. Because um, you know, you know, every high school is going to oh, yeah. want it just because the yeah. name alone. Yeah, th- yeah. That, it's going to sell tickets. I mean, the brand recognition, really, yeah. and I think that's why Broadway is so branded right now. It's 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 what what are we going to do? You know, yeah. what are we going to do to sell tickets? Um, and you bring up an interesting point with that because I always thought that when you would write these shows, that you would want to have that in mind, right? Yeah. That the scores may not be that difficult. They'd be challenging, but not to the point where some of the scores are so difficult for musicians to play that may not be professional musicians. Yeah. So you know when the Sondheim, when, right? when, when a high school does like a show like um, you know because I play in the pits every once in a while, so we do like the Wedding Singer, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was not written for a high school musician to do. Let me tell you, I it, it, I got my butt handed to me on that one. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, you know, you have Mamma Mia, which has been simmer down a little bit yeah uh where it's a it's a pop show you know sure. which is a little well, easier that's not musical music either though. exactly no yeah but some some shows you're like wow uh you know you have a community theater <laughs> where there may not be paying their musicians and they're like playing like their show that changes key 15 times <laughs> and and you're like uh my hands are like this when I'm finished, I realize some people may be listening to this, so I just bunched my hands up like I have, you know, arthritis. Um, yeah, so that's that's that. But yeah. you know, I, I think that's interesting. I have to say that I really like this this way of discussing uh, yeah. the show, where I don't have to write something. Yeah, well, hope, hopefully uh, <laughs> we can do a little bit more of this because yeah. I think it would be. I think it's it's just great. It makes it a little bit more accessible to the audience and people wondering because sometimes yeah. people have don't have time to read something, but they can listen to something. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that's good. And hopefully, people will enjoy this on replay and whatnot. Yeah, and and, and, um, and you know, it's it's one of the things I tell people all the time because I think sometimes there's a traditional uh, you know a difference between reviewing and criticism. Yes, and I, I don't think people always get that. Yeah, so, you know what though? I think this. I mean, we can keep talking about it now, sure. but I think that would be a good standalone yeah. video in itself. And, and maybe we should do that. Yeah, for, for a standalone, um, because uh, especially because people may not get to this part. Of they, no, no, they've, <laughs> they've turned it off and they're watching your uh, your video on uh, opening Sesame Street characters, <laughs> toys, toys. You know, but I, I would like to point out the Andy Warhol mug, and and if you and if you could look here real quick. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, which I, I guess is coming to Broadway because yep. another, oh, right? another movie. A run by, it was a run by fruiting. <laughs> One of the best lines. <laughs> yeah, in I don't the know show. where this mug came from. I, I don't know, it. but uh, I'm glad it's here because it, it helped uh, kill some time. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, Adam, for joining us, uh, or joining me, rather. There's nobody else here. Yep. Uh, nobody else wanted to show up. Um, it's, uh, it was great fun. I hope we can do this again. And, yep. uh, you know, uh, I'd like to hear what you think about this this format. Uh, if this is something that you'd be interested in seeing more of, yeah. uh, let us know. Leave a comment because you know we're always up to new things, trying new things, seeing what works, seeing what people would uh, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, All within right. reason. So, <laughs> thanks. Thank a lot. you. Take Bye. care.